Hello everyone, welcome to Showhoppers. Today we are covering Outer Range, Season 1 in its entirety. It's our recap episode. I am Mr. Sal, a high school science teacher, having just finished watching Outer Range for the first time, alongside my co-host and former student, Kurt, who also just watched this for the first time. Kurt, did you beat the beans out of anybody lately? <laughs> well, I, mean, I don't think that's a, that's a good question to answer. Okay. That sounds like a self-incriminating answer. I plead the fifth. <laughs> All right. How about this? You have any, like, banana daiquiris or anything lately? I have no idea what it... What is a daiquiri? It's a rum-based <laughs> drink. A rum-based the... drink? No, I'm not. <laughs> okay. All right. Daiquiri. Well, good, because I don't want Funny you to word. go into the anaphylactic shock. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. The series doesn't have any of that. Good. <laughs> oh, Kurt, it's our recap episode. Are you excited? I am excited to see. Okay. Uh, well, I guess I actually already know your rankings, but to discuss yeah, you your know rankings. rankings. Yeah. All right. Well, let's do that. Let's let's start with that. Uh, actually, before we we do any of our rankings, I do want to get to uh, some comments by a listener, Marchesk on Reddit. Uh, came up with some stuff that they wanted to throw at us, which I appreciate. It's some pretty good stuff here. First of all, they say that we didn't know for months whether Amazon was going to renew the show, which sounds what? like torture. What? Yeah. yeah, wait, what? They finished this? That is a terrible analogy <laughs> without the knowledge they're going to get renewed. Like the second you know it's going to get renewed, it's yeah. like, okay, well, at least I know there's another season. Yeah. But living in that flux, oh, geez. Yeah. yeah, they agree that it should, that eighth episode didn't work well as a season finale, and there should have been about one or two more episodes after that. The story felt very incomplete until we got news of season two. So, yeah, I'm glad we watched this one we did. Uh, me too. No, I, yeah, I mean, so it was this year, I would have been a lot more upset if I uh, knew it was not a season two. I know. I did feel a little bit late to the party, but then at the same time, now knowing that they were left hanging for months, I'm glad we were late to the party. I'm not. Gonna, this is the type of series where I don't know if I want to watch it week to week either, because they, lo- right. they love those those cliffhanger endings that make yeah. you want to watch the next episode. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do when I want to watch the next episode, but it's not out yet. Well, I mean, we did watch it week to week, basically, didn't we? We did basically, but <laughs> there you go. All right, uh, Marches goes on. Opinions are divided on whether autumn comes from the future and already knows what's supposed to happen, or Amy gets sent to the past, loses her memory, and is trying to figure things out. Either way, it seems Autumn believes she's destined for great things. Before the mountain disappears at the end of episode three, Autumn asks Royal if he saw her in the future. I wonder if she was trying to gauge whether she was on track for fulfilling her destiny. But Royal was cagey enough not to give her the information after seeing what will happen. So, I, d- you did you pick a side to come down yeah, on I, yeah yeah I, I i think autumn's from the future and i don't know whether she knows everything but i think she definitely knows more than she lets on i think she's from the future okay and does know things that will happen okay so she's, she's already lived a life as amy yes and now she's jumped back through through the void somehow yes. i do think that's how the void formed i think that because we don't see the void until we see autumn we see autumn first then the void in episode one so i do think that the void forms when autumn jumps into it 
Although well, she's do, talking do, do to her answer? phone. She's talking on her phone to her mother. That's that's what I wonder too. <laughs> it's yeah. like like what what mother is he talking with? Because look, we saw Rebecca. And if Rebecca well, speaking is of Rebecca, Marcus uh, means... goes, <laughs> goes on. Is something? Is this something Rebecca tells Amy after coming back for her? Is it related to Rebecca going into hiding? What What would Royal know about this? About that? Since he doesn't know Autumn is Amy until the end of the season. Hmm. Some posters think Rebecca starts the cult with uh, that Autumn will lead in the future. Did she find out about this about uh, Royal's past? Other people think Royal's mom and sister started the cult back in the 19th century after Royal jumps in the hole. Uh, I suspect they have a larger role to play in the story. Someone came up with a plan. So that's interesting. They think that there's a possibility that Royal's mother and sister have a larger role to play in this. I, uh, I have no reason to believe that. Just because we haven't really met them. Oh man, what if like, unless that's like a good Cecilia, Cecilia is like Royal's great great niece or something. That's what I was wondering if he yeah. had any relation to Cecilia. Yeah, I think there's a chance of that. Okay, uh, there's additional suggestions that something weird is going on with time. At first, the coroner says Trevor's body was missing for eight days, and and that's what Joy tells the DA. But then, when talking to Luke and Billy, it's only four days. Royal scratches the uh, scr- Royal scratches from the barbed wire from episode one change from two to three after coming back from the future. Uh, there have been debates on the subreddit over whether these are just continuity errors or not. Uh, and they, they did point out that we did catch how Royal's story changes from shooting his dad with a bullet to buckshot. That one seems very deliberate, they say, which I agree. That does seem that does that's seem a deliberate. You're same right. episode. That seems very deliberate. Is that multiple timelines or the timeline changing with time travel and future visions? We couldn't decide whether or not Ottoman had Amy's scar before the end of episode six. Now, that's another interesting thing. Does, does Autumn have Amy's scar throughout the season? I never noticed it. And since, and since TV time did have people suggesting that Autumn was Amy right off the bat, um, I I feel like I was looking for similarities between them. Of course, Amy didn't get the scar until season until episode six, so mm-hmm. that, that might be why. I guess the suggestion here is maybe the Autumn didn't have the scar until Amy got the scar because something changed. Ah, I so, see. So, so like, back to the future time rules. Right. Is it back to the future time rules or what? I mean, there's a lot of, I mean, so, I mean, the, this subreddit is littered with suggestions of like just alternate timelines, just alternate dimensions. And so I, I think that's one of the things possibly being hinted there at here. Let's see. What else have we got? If Autumn did know she was Amy all along, would telling Royal have avoided have avoided their conflict, assuming she would have wanted to avoid the conflict at all? Uh, they don't agree on how to handle the void. Royal wants to keep it a secret. Autumn wants to explore it and questions why he hasn't told his family. Given that we see the land being mined for the black mineral in the future, presumably under Autumn's control as a religious leader, where she uses it to take over the planet, according to Billy's vision, it's hard to see Royal and Cecilia being down with that. So it'll be interesting to see what they do now, now that Royal or now that Autumn is Amy, now that they know that. 
Um, Royal did have a vision of Autumn dressed in yellow with her necklace by Cecilia's side when he died in her arms. By the way, some posters figured out that BY9 probably stands for before year nine, which I'm not sure about that one. I don't, I'm not sure I buy that. Oh, the company should... names themselves that. Well, because I don't know. I mean, this company exists in the current timeline, yeah. BY9, um, although Royal can't find them. Well, he doesn't already use the internet, it looks like. Yeah, but he calls a number that <laughs> was found for him on the internet, and <laughs> it's disconnected. So I don't know. Maybe there is something to this before year nine thing. Maybe she did start. Maybe Autumn did start it. Anyway, Marshak says they very much enjoyed listening uh, to us and our insights. So, hey, thanks, Marshak. We've, Thank we've, enjoyed, we've enjoyed your comments and uh, your listenership along the way. So we appreciate that. All right. Um, I did want to point out before we start rating our episodes here that Outer Range has a new showrunner in season two. Okay. So uh, I, I don't know if the original showrunner is still involved or not, but I know that they are getting a new showrunner. So the tone of this series could change quite a lot. Um I know Josh Brolin, the who plays Royal, has been quoted as saying, get ready for something completely different. <laughs> so who knows? That, that that accompanied a picture of him sitting naked in a chair, by the way. So, <laughs> so who knows? I like it. <laughs> uh the last the last series I know of that switched showrunners after the first season. Uh, was American Gods, and that was not all that successful of a switch. So we'll have to see what happens. I mean, actually, I, I liked it more with the new showrunners, but most people did not, and then it got canceled. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, we'll see what happens with this with the new showrunners. Okay, Kurt, let's mm -hmm. get on to our rankings, and we're going to rank our episodes, our favorite episodes, from our least favorite right up to our favorite. And just give you like a two-minute recap of each with a little bit of rebuttal from from each other. We're going to take it in turn to give you that two-minute recap. And mm -hmm. then the other person will rebuttal. Uh, Kurt is going to go first. With, uh, what number are we starting on here, Kurt? Number eight. Okay, Kurt. So you're going to start with number eight. Uh, right. Turns out that all of our rankings are exactly the same except for number two and number three so we'll have some some deviation from this format once we get up there but for now everything is the same for both of us so kurt's number eight is also my number eight and i'm going to give you the ready set go and then you can take it away okay kurt okay ready set go the worst episode in the season third episode we both gave it an eight out of ten the time <laughs> actually all the titles are the well whatever the time so i mean it's the worst episode i felt in the season it's not terrible it's you know it's all right but Rhett is all right in this episode i don't care much for the bull riding stuff and i was actually into the maria and rep potential that went on in this episode so that was alluring and there's also joy pressing ret at the jail uh i believe the episode is this the episode that ends with royal taking the thing the uh piece the of belt, evidence from joy belt, belt buckle belt buckle yeah i think so but you keep talking and i'll look it up 
Okay, but I believe that happens in this episode. So that type of stuff, that's all right. But besides that, ugh, it's a bit. This is the episode where I criticize Joy the most. Okay, this is this is the nadir of Joy to me because it has too much Joy, and I just don't like what they've done with Joy at this point because they they show none of her real personal life, and it's just her being a sheriff going around. Too much Joy time relative to what she like for me to actually care about joy and feel for her in any meaningful way so that part i don't like as much besides that uh i'm trying to remember what else happens in the episode uh he does toss the belt buckle on the episode. he does toss the belt buckle so yeah so that's all that whole sequence when he gets arrested he was drunk gets arrested um royal confronts autumn about being in the hole this episode. That's all right. Uh, you know, the ending, Mountain disappearing. That's a cool ending, but honestly, it ages poorly <laughs> with the episode because Stop. that never gets resolved. <laughs> so that ending is kind of worse in hindsight. So hey, it's kind of why. I, I, Stop. So. Oh, sorry. There's two minutes? Yeah. Man, I, re- <laughs> I really did not remember that episode very well. <laughs> no, I don't either. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. I, um We've got uh, the the ending. I guess is is probably we probably gave that short shrift there, but uh, so I, I guess I'll I'll touch on that a little bit. But uh, we see the the necklace move for the first time. We always knew there was something special mm-hmm. about this necklace. That Autumn kept uh, kind of gripping it and holding on to it, but now we see it. The the particles, the black uh, material inside of it starts moving a little bit and then when royal shakes her hand he sees the the mountain disappear she does not and then at the end of the episode amy finds trevor's body on that same mountain so that that's right. that that part's pretty cool but but you're right there's, part there's is just cool. you're right there's just too much joy in this episode it's like joy going to see or talking to trudy cole there's one appearance in this whole season <laughs> Trudy Cole's <laughs> Trudy's a girl's name, um, and and then her her talking to Frank about the Mastodons, which I mean that doesn't come up again until the penultimate episode. Um, so yeah, it does that, come back up. It does. Spring Mountain. It does. But this was a lot of time to spend with Joy before I felt like she was a really good character. So yeah. So yeah, I, this is definitely my least favorite episode of the season as well. Okay, well, I, I guess I guess we'll move on then. Number seven. Hey, are you ready, Mr. Sal? I think so. Okay, ready, set, go. My number seven episode, as well as Kurt's, is episode five, The Soil. We both gave this an eight out of ten. Uh, look, there are some things I love about this episode. I love Cecilia's crisis of faith. Uh, this is where she goes to her Bible study class, and uh, they they we get the bear imagery. There's the Bible passage about the two bears, uh, which one of them is going to show up dead on in her front yard by the end of this episode. Uh, there's the taking the casseroles to Patricia. Of course, she kind of shows up empty-handed, and Patricia calls her out for it. Cecilia confronts Autumn, which is great. Autumn tells her that. How can you ever really know yourself or know anyone? You can't even, it's hard enough to even know yourself. That's all great. Um, Joy talks about being almost abducted. That was really good. Uh, but what 
is missing from this episode is Royal. It's, his stuff is very underwhelming. He goes to see Dr. Nia Bintu with this ra or with the necklace that he just won. And, you know, the, there's the whole, my precious golem of it all, but where he kind of snatches it back and sees the BY9 picture. Uh, he can't get a hold of BY9. The phone doesn't work. But uh, that's pretty much all we get of Royal until the very end when we see him dying. And it's, it's just not really enough Royal for me in this episode. Also, the Rhett and Maria stuff makes no sense to me in this episode either. I'll stop my time there. Okay. Uh, about 120 because I forgot to start it. But... Oh, okay. <laughs> a little short then. Sorry. <laughs> no, you know. You, know, you know, what's funny about this episode was... I don't think it was the episode before, and maybe it was an episode three or coverage, but we commented about the fact of, you know, I need more Rhett and Perry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I lost out on Royal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But be careful what you wish for. I mean, I don't, I don't think we got a ton of Rhett and Perry in this episode anyway. I mean... Enough for Rhett. I, I would say I don't think you get a lot of Perry, though. Yeah, I, this is just the episode where, like, Rhett is in the bar and sees Maria, and they end up, you know, in a, ho a hotel room or something. Uh, and she kind of checks out early right oh you're right yeah no you're right that is what happens yeah, yeah. and that just didn't make any sense to me i don't I, it's, I don't i don't get this 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 back and forth this they are they aren't they is not doing it for me so no fair enough that's why it's our second to last episode that's right okay right, well, are you ready yeah number six I'm ready, Mr. Kurt, Sal. What is your number six rated episode? Please tell us. Ready, set, go. Well, our number six rated episode. Correct. Is yes. The finale, The West. <laughs> and you so, hate to see it this slow. <laughs> you do. You do hate to see the finale this slow. And listen, it's a great episode. I'll say this: it's a great episode, but it's a bad season finale, and it would be a terrible series finale. I mean, we already talked about it a little bit with the uh, comments from a listener as to, you know, them not knowing that this could, this could have been the series finale. That would have been terrible. Okay. Some of the good things, some of the good things to know, right? Royal love to see him in this episode. I think they did a great job on his part. Autumn, uh, Cecilia it was interesting seeing her like the, the end of her arc of her loss of faith. That was all good. Even the written Maria stuff was pretty good, but the issue in autumn, if I didn't already say that, but the issue with the, at least going series-wide, this being, or I should say season-wide, this being the season finale, is just, there's so many questions left up. Joy, who they've kind of built up, like, both me and Mr. Sal, yeah, I, I'll speak for myself when I say, I didn't like Joy's character as much at first. I, I talked about it in the first episode we discussed. I didn't like it at her as much, but I now I like Joy's character, and I feel like they sort of changed her in this episode. Like, Joy's just a plot device to find the bison herd or the multiple bison herd. I don't know if it's the bison herd or a bison herd. That's also a thing with the series. We <laughs> lose the buffalo, the bison now. Now it's just a bison. Uh, but you know, like we didn't get any answers. And I, we talked a lot more in our finale coverage as to like things I was looking forward to and hoping to get answered. Check off banana. Um, there's other things, but anyway, like I said, it's not a very satisfying season finale. So there you go. That's why I end my time. Uh, One forty-two. Yeah, that and that's that's really it. This is this is a great episode in any other. It's gonna be a good penultimate episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would have given this like a tenner, probably. Oh, absolutely. Episode. Oh my god, I would have been enamored with this if this is the penultimate episode. 
yeah any other episode but but yeah i mean the, the lack of banana it really is too much for me but uh, <laughs> but beyond that i you know i the joy stuff is perplexing I, i'm not sure you know what, what they're going for there what what it, what it all i guess what it all means um autumn cecilia royal were fantastic uh i missed perry a little bit although that wasn't the sticking point for me yeah. uh yeah i you know that what's really interesting to me uh, this is this is such a cool this is the best part of the series i think that uh, to me this is what the series does really well okay i want to just quickly go back to a quote from the pilot from the premiere episode the void which is it's funny because we're about to talk about that one <laughs> but but i want to just just tell you just remind you of the scene that royal and cecilia have on the porch it's nighttime do you remember the scene the first episode in the first episode yeah so when she she uh, cecilia says to royal that she thinks rebecca's gone forever right i do remember this yeah and royal says that part of god's plan and she she yeah she gives him a mm-hmm do you believe that and Royal says, no, I don't know. And Cecilia says, just because we're hurting doesn't mean God's not there. Can't fight it. Just got to accept it. It's okay. And Royal says, or it's not. So they, they immediately, in this very first episode, juxtapose these two as someone who has no faith left and someone who, who like clings to their faith, right? Mm-hmm. By the time we get to the last episode this finale that you just talked about cecilia is wailing he's gone god is gone right she's like knocking down her embroidery that says lord reveal yourself to us so like seeing her loss of faith throughout this series gradually is is i think one of the things that this series does so well and then on the flip side of that coin is royal who does actually have a progression to maybe something that's even more faith than he had in the beginning because he seemed like i mean he was sitting in the back of the church reading the newspaper you know in the middle of this the was the penultimate no i think i don't think it was i think it was maybe episode one of the later episodes he's he's you know a, an active participant in church he's there he's taking communion you know he um by the end of this you know he is telling cecilia uh that or he's giving us this soliloquy twice or, or i guess monologue because it's, it's voiceovered about how his faith the faith used to work on him and he didn't. See, he saw God as everything good, and now he sees God as everything good and bad. He's acknowledging God's existence and all of this. Yeah. So it's really I, that to me, I think, is what the series did so well was juxtapose juxtapose those two cro- uh, crisscrossing but in opposite direction journeys through faith. Hmm. So anyway, and I think that was highlighted really well in this last episode. So th- there's a lot of really good okay. stuff in this last episode, but boy, if, if, if this series got yanked and that's all you had to <laughs> forever, oh man. That's the big how problem. Awful, how awful would that be? Uh, I don't know. I mean, do you think it's better to write a series 
if you don't know you're getting a second season, is it better to write a series with a cliffhanger ending like this, or is it better to write one that could be satisfying as a series finale? I think you should write so that way it can be satisfying as a series finale. I agree. I just, like, if you know, if, if you've already been picked up for two seasons, then fine, you know, do whatever you want. Even um, then, I disagree still. Like, I... I still question, even if they had known they're getting a season two writing a finale like this. <laughs> yeah. Eh, fair enough. I think so. there should be some sort of like, you know, like some sort of it should be almost grandiose. Like I think your final episode should be your best episode for the season. Uh I mean ideally. I think there's been plenty of good seasons of television that we've covered that have a, a penultimate or even Oh, definitely, definitely. But I, I think you should aim for that to be like it, it shouldn't just be the setup for the next season, yeah. and like and this this did feel like a lot of setup. That. Yeah, like it shouldn't detract from it because it's setting up for the next season as much. Mm-hmm. You probably do it set for the next season, but I, I think it should be almost like a finality for this season, and it should elevate it. It shouldn't it shouldn't detract from it that it's the se- the season finale because it's got to prepare for next season. Should, yeah. So, all right, well, let's move on. Yeah, all right. Okay. Number five. And I think I'm going to be taking the lead on this one, yes? That you are. Are you ready? Okay, I am ready. You're ready. Set. Go. All right. Our number five rated episode is episode one, the premiere episode, The Void. We both gave this a nine out of ten. And I think, I mean, for me, so much of why I love this episode is because of the end of this episode. I, seeing Autumn push Royal into the void right at the end of an episode, I was on the edge of my seat, shocked. Could not wait to watch the, se- the second episode. I, I mean, it was it was really everything. But in this episode, they also did set up the crisis of faith that's going to happen with between Cecilia and Royal and Royal uh, kind of crossing in opposite directions. So that was great. I already talked about that quite a bit. Um, the, the Perry and Rhett stuff it was unexpected to, to see uh, Perry be the one who violently kills Trevor uh, was, was unexpected. We get the bison in the middle of the road kind of distracting them enough to get them to take Trevor to the Abbott Ranch and uh, watch uh, um, Royal throw him in. So... Lots of good setup here. I thought it was, you know, a little slow in the beginning. I thought it picked up speed. And by the end, I was enamored. So that's where I landed on this one. And let's see what Kerr has to say. So I'll stop my time. 120. Okay. Yeah. I... Yeah, I I, th- I thought it was a great premiere. I, I agree with you. I, I thought about after seeing that fin- like that final scene and sequence when Autumn pushes him into the void, I wrote down a 10 at first. I was like, oh my goodness, that's so good. I was like, okay, wait a second. Though, wait a second. I'm going to give it a 9. <laughs> I'm not going to give it a 10. But right. it's still pretty... I, I, I do feel, yeah, it's a good premiere. You know, it, it doesn't introduce a ton of characters. Um, I understand kind of the premises of what's going on. I loved what they did with Perry killing Trevor in that way. Like, I didn't expect that. Like, when they went out to the bar, the way they had kind of, mm-hmm. you know, the, the way they had set up Perry and Red is, okay, Perry's grieving his wife's loss, okay? 
and Rhett's like a ladies' man. So, okay, so, all right. So I know it's going to happen here. Rhett's going to go find himself a girl or something. But, oh, it turns into, mm-hmm. like, this whole extreme affair with Trevor and ending in that sequence and kind of yeah. the, the story of the whole season thus far the series of, like, this whole murder crime and trying to cover it up. So, I mean, I guess it's part of the story. I mean, I, there's, <laughs> Autumn's not involved. The void is, that, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, That's true. Yeah. But it's a big part of it. It's a big part yeah. of it. It's what drives a lot of what goes on so i guess she isn't but she saw royal for trevor yeah <laughs> she's kind of involved but yeah so i yeah so i i i have a lot of respect for this first episode it it this is the type of series i would typically not watch i'm not like that into mm-hmm. like i like nature but i'm not that into like old western like you know going out in the fields <laughs> the ranch all this yeah. other stuff you don't want to watch as appealing uh, to me you don't want to watch yellowstone yeah i don't want to watch yellowstone maybe i, I would I, it's good drama but <laughs> Maybe I would like Yellowstone. I don't know. But Maybe. the atmosphere doesn't seem like an atmosphere I'm that into. That, mm-hmm. That's what I should be saying. And that's how I'd feel with this series. But it, it, this first episode won me over immensely with the atmosphere. I was like, no, I, you know, I do like it. Like, this is, I like what they're doing with it. So, yeah. All right, cool. There you go. It wasn't uh, as paranormal. I, I was expecting more paranormal stuff going into the series. Because like the I thought, like, maybe there'd be, like... I- creatures I, or something i don't know yeah i guess i was kind of uh, expecting something a little more in line with that and less timey-wimey but i mean i it, i have a complicated relationship with timey-wimey <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, one of my favorite expressions if you haven't noticed listeners <laughs> uh, i have a complicated relationship with fill in the blank but <laughs> anyway, anyway yeah so timey-wimey and i sometimes we get along sometimes we don't yeah. we'll see how this goes Time will tell. Timey wimey will tell. Yeah, so well. All right, what's next? Number four. All right, Kurt, is it? It's your turn now. It's my turn. Yes. Okay. Ready, set, go. Our fourth ranked episode is the land. The second episode, we both give it a nine out of ten. It's a very dewy episode. <laughs> starts off with a very wet <laughs> royal coming back. So, I mean, I mean, this episode gets the great graces of having the first episode finale leading into it of, oh my goodness, Royal got pushed into the void and then Royal's back. And so for the whole episode, you're sat there going like, all right, you're back now, but like, what happened to you? And so skipping right to the ending of this episode, also a great ending, right? My note for it, episodes know how to end strong. <laughs> because it's a cool <laughs> ending seeing what he saw when he explains it to autumn in the barn of i don't know if he explained it to her in the barn but whatever he explained what he saw and we got him to get to see like you know this whole this oil rigging or whatever they're mining maybe it's the resources from the the void company going on by9 autumn's there in yellow um he died and well he did die apparently we haven't seen that yet but that's for future things so Another great way to end an episode, and the whole royal stuff was pretty cool. To say something that did bother me for the episode, and a note I did put for, I think this is the first time where I started highlighting this, was I'd like to see more out of Rhett and Perry moving forward. Okay? But very big episode for Royal and Cecilia. So, this kind of starts my nagging hood of, I want to see more from Rhett and Perry. I think I do get enough from them. I'm pleased with them series-wide after the fact, but it's a good episode. I liked it. That's reason it's number four. That's it. I'll end my time. 139. All right. 
Yeah, this is this is also we learn more about the Tillersons. Anything you want to say on that? I don't even remember what happened with them in this episode. <laughs> I'll have to look. But uh, well, I mean, I guess this is our first introduction to. Oh no, it's not our first introduction to Wayne, but this is our introduction to Wayne's weirdness, right? Because doesn't Royal so, yeah. go drink clam juice with him in this episode? I, yeah, I think he goes to see them. Yeah, I think something like that. Anyway, yes, he does because he had his his knee had been shot by Luke, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. That he said that in the beginning, and we were like, "No, he didn't. Luke didn't shoot his knee." And mm-hmm. you know, actually, he did. So, uh, I mean, so much of this this episode hinges on that last scene. But there is some other good stuff in here. I I, I love the scene right before the what we what happened in the void, where he's kind of interrogating Autumn. Right? And he says, "You know, what's your real name? Uh, you know, wh- where'd you get your where do you get your money? Do you have any interest in mining? Do you work for the government? Oh, have you yeah, ever been yeah. in a cult? Have you ever killed color anyone? yellow? What's your favorite color?" color? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. What, what, what does the yellow, color yellow mean to you? You know, and then she tells him, "What do you remember from your childhood? Do you remember anything before the age of nine? Because I didn't until I got here." So now this is oh, man. If she's telling the truth, when, and and there's always a possibility that she's not reliably telling the truth, but if she's telling the truth, then she doesn't remember anything that happened before the age of nine. Well, th- I mean, that's where she, where Amy is in this series that we're just watching like it's as though all this stuff that we're seeing with amy has been memory hold but uh doesn't she run into amy in the woods in this episode too and show her the symbol yes she does it would make sense yeah she says i she it is it is yeah she says i don't know but i know i'm supposed to be here i don't know what it means but i know it's supposed to be here she's been drawing it since she was 10 or so or since she was seen to (laughs) rewatch yeah yeah so she's she hold on here so she finds this rock formation it's got the the symbol amy comes across her and asks why she's there says i don't know but i know i'm supposed to be here and she says she's been drawing the symbol for years and now she's seeing it all over this place and we see in a later episode amy start drawing the symbols so amy points out that it looks like the abbott family brand and this is where adam Uh, or Autumn is shocked to hear that Royal was at breakfast. So now this last scene, though, like really, I have watched, I've rewatched this scene so many times since watching this episode. I feel like they now have something that they have to pay off in the long run. <laughs> like, <laughs> they have a lot they have to pay off. I, I know, I know. But this this scene, like, I mean, Wayne's up and kicking. He's just standing there with no oxygen tank. You know, um, Cecilia's there on the land. Joy appears like she won the election because she appears to be the sheriff. <laughs> uh, you know, there's there's a lot here that, that there's the, the the timers, the the clock, like the, the alarm going off at zero zero zero. You know, the, we we got to know if this is a countdown to something. What is this? So I don't know. Maybe Autumn jumped in after him. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> well we didn't see what happened after Royal yeah. jumped in the void maybe Autumn went in too and that's why and she ended up you know a couple days earlier I have no idea I, I also don't know how we I there's a lot of things with the void that I'm also I, this is separate to this per se but like, like how did Royal come back to like 
the next day. That, like that's, that's the thing is that we don't know. And I think that's where the multiple timeline come timelines yeah. come into play too. It's like where did he actually go right back to the to the next day? Yeah, like can you pick in some way? I like, guess. I, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you can because it does seem like he did come back the next day. Autumn is surprised that he came back. You know, that's there's there's. I think there are some other indicators that it is the next day, right? His family didn't seem concerned yeah. that he was gone. Right. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, all right. Well, let's move on. Oh. Kurt, before we play the sound effect, mm-hmm. we are going to skip number three because we have different number threes and different number twos. So Kurt uh, is going to talk about, well, actually, I'm, I'm going to talk about my number two, mm-hmm. which is Kurt's number three. And then Kurt is going to talk about his number two, which is my number three. And we'll so, have an opportunity for a rebuttal there as well. But So with that being said, what are we on then? Number two. Kind of three. <laughs> Kurt's number three. <laughs> my number two. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, ready, set, go. My number two rated episode is episode seven, The Unknown. This is I gave this a 10 out of 10. Easily my second favorite episode of the season. Uh, this is Kurt's third favorite. He gave it a nine. But this is the penultimate episode. I think this, I like this as a penultimate episode. I think it works pretty great that way. You know, we've got, uh, we've got a lot of stuff going on, uh, with, with autumn. I mean, she's certainly hooking up with Billy. Now she's carving Abbott family brands into his, his chest. They, they're, they're kissing with lots of tongue. Uh, and they are a full on team at this point. She gets Billy to kidnap Royal and take him to this roller skating rink. We got some backstory. We got some backstory on uh, on Perry beating up Trevor in the roller skating rink. Uh, but, but Billy takes him to this rink and, and kind of leaves him there, uh, really threatening him. You better stay away from Autumn. Leave her alone. Uh, Royal is, is, by the end of this episode, though, going to get home and have a chat with, uh, with Perry. Who, by the way, Perry had been sprung from jail in this episode, out, out on bail. Ba- the bail is the entire ranch. And he has some some things to do while he's out on bail. He's going to take, uh, uh, well, he meets up with Autumn for coffee, and Autumn kind of puts some kind of bug in his ear. But not as much as she's about to, because, wait a minute, did that happen in this episode? The Autumn coffee scene? Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't remember actually, but I know, I know that he takes Amy out for for ice cream, yeah. and Autumn shows up there to put a bug in his ear. By the end of the episode, we know what that is. Royal confesses to Perry that he shot his father when he was nine years old, and in shame and horror, jumped into this Stop. void that opened up. Okay, fine. In 1868, <laughs> 1886. <laughs> It is a good episode. I mean, yeah. my third episode. I agree. It, it's a good penultimate episode. Uh, I like. I like Perry. I, I honestly, I didn't expect him to jump into the void, and I don't know why I didn't think of that. Yeah, but it's a great. It, it, it makes a lot of sense, and it moves the plot along very well because now their their ranch is at risk. Perry yeah. gets away. I, yeah. 
Well, I mean, it's a, he did the same exact thing that Royal did, right? Because Royal basically, yeah, he shot his dad. And t- <laughs> yep, uh, and jumped into the void, and Perry sees that as it saved you, and so yeah. he jumps into the void himself. Void murderers. Yes, about exactly. That too, I remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, boy, I did not get to a lot of stuff in here. This Celia kills the grizzly bear. Yeah, I'll say this like, is this is the yeah. shack. Yeah, uh, Joy and her family. Oh my God! Yes, Frank it's... again. Bring up the yep. mastodon. Yep, yep. Oh man, yeah. The, I I love this episode. I think it's great. There's there's just so much good stuff going on here. Yeah, it's a good episode. But I want to call it number two. Fine. What would you call number two, Kurt? Ready, set, go. Michelle, it's all about the family. Season one, episode six. <laughs> Nine out of ten. All right. So I didn't give it a ten out of ten. Granted, but hey. I think it's a pretty good episode. We get to see Patricia. It's pretty good, isn't it? <laughs> I, I didn't think you liked it that much, but okay. No, this this is where Royal, in the very beginning, which, in all fairness, I kind of thought was a fever dream. Royal confronts Autumn and ends up leaving her for dead. <laughs> and then burning down her camp. Mm-hmm. And this is where Autumn talks to the grizzly bear. Uh, so that, that whole sequence, I did like, in hindsight. That aside, Billy finds the void. This is kind of the beginning of now everyone finding the void, which is mm-hmm. pretty cool as well. Perry and Autumn have their conversations, and this this is the episode where it results, and I think this might have the coffee scene you're referring to. I'm not sure if that's in your episode or this one. Yeah, I but, can't remember. <laughs> but Autumn's resulting conversation with Perry results in him turning himself in. I think this is a great Autumn episode. You're right. Okay? This, is, this is an episode, <laughs> yep. So, I love the, so. All the stuff I just mentioned, really great, really great stuff. Why rate this episode highly? To boot, so even more to boot about it, the last scene in this episode, the dinner time with the Abbots, where we get two big fights. I mean, it's really one big fight, but Rhett and Perry, and then Royal and Perry duke it out. Amy gets her injury. There's a lot of good, ep- like, a lot of good stuff here. The church scene you're referring to with Royal, I believe, happens in this episode where he goes mm-hmm. in. Um, Joy and her wife might be in church for this episode. They are, yeah. So there you go. So more on her storyline. So there's just so many intersecting storylines. A lot, like I, a lot of intersecting storylines. I like a lot in this episode. So I'm a big fan. There you go. That's it. I end my time. Okay, one fifty six. Good one. There's one other thing I want to add now. After oh, time, <laughs> which is this is also we see Joy's. I think most highlighted her conflict of justice um, along with all the other things in her life. Cause this is where I think we don't know who the person is that she goes to like their house, whether it's like a judge for a warrant or like a DA, whether they'll still like pursue the DA, case, but yeah, who knows either case where she kind of highlights the fact that she wants to take down Rhett, um and Perry. She wants to take them both down for the case. But mm-hmm. eh, the person tells her, listen, you got an election to win. And that whole coroner report seems pretty big deal. So, yeah, I, I wouldn't want to touch it. So there you go. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I I love the church scene in this episode. The, the, you're you're right. Joy and Joy goes with her family and they get kind of called out for a same sex relationship, which is disgusting. <laughs> but they they do get called out and Joy just kind of makes her wife choke it down and that she, she gets some 
payback for that later on. Um, but this is the this is the episode where Royal takes communion and Cecilia cannot bring herself to. I love that. That is just the the best. Oh my god, because it's it just highlights Royal's trek toward faith and Cecilia's trek away from it. Uh, while being mired in guilt and, and shame and everything else. So, yeah, it's it's good stuff. I, I really do. I really do love this episode, too. All right. Well, then, Mr. Sal. One. Okay. I think it's me, right? I got I to gotta talk, talk about this first. Yes. This is yes. Yes, this is you. So are you ready? Okay. Yep. Okay, re- ready, set, go. Our number one rated episode is episode four, The Loss. Boy, this this is just a damn near perfect episode. I really, really love this episode. We got the, the side-by-side interrogations where Joy tries to pit Rhett against Perry and Perry against Rhett, and they come out really at odds with each other. This is kind of the first one of the early signs of, of this wedge being drawn between or being uh, forced between Rhett and the rest of his family. Um, that's a cool scene. A poker game is just such a cool scene. Oh my God. With Royal and Autumn just constantly upping the ante to the point where Royal uh, puts up the whole West pasture in exchange for Autumn's necklace and cheats his way to a win. So, uh, one of the early indicators that Royal is not necessarily a good guy. <laughs> there, there's there's a sinister side to Royal. I really like that. Uh, the Bisons intervenes in that poker game, maybe pushing things toward the Abbott's direction, towards Royal. Oh, I don't know. Uh, this is we get the coroner's report in this episode where Patricia wants to stay for the coroner's report, but Joy will not let her, and co- the coroner tells her that there are eight days missing. Somehow, this guy looks like he just died a few hours ago, but it's been eight days. Uh, we do get the funeral. This is the first interactions we get between Autumn and Billy. Autumn really liked his singing. So maybe that was, there was, there was more important, importance to that than we kind of thought there. But th- this is a damn near perfect episode. Patricia IDs Perry as the killer just by opening Trevor's coffin. She's got it. She knows what's going on. Then she leaves. Anyway, I'm going to stop there. 152. Okay. Uh, the other thing I'd want to highlight is um, the ending scene. Mm-hmm. As, as I guess we should for most of these episodes. <laughs> yeah. So Wayne. And, well, I, further highlighting how Royal might not be the best of people, a little dirty. He sneak yeah. attacks Wayne by the That's boy. That's right. Yep. But then gets reversed. So mm-hmm. yep. there you go. Yep. All right. All right. So but there no, we go. Great episode. That's, it is a it's a great episode. This that was that was definitely my favorite. Uh, there there's a the whole like party after the funeral was great too. There was like the the little tete a tete with the joy and royal. Mm-hmm. Oh, really good stuff. So yeah, this is this is this is a great episode. Everything about this episode is great. So all right, all right, Kurt, mm-hmm. we have gone through all the episodes. Let's get into a discussion about our favorite and least favorite titles, shall we? Ooh, yes. Okay. So we're going to get into some, some, a bit of a gaming portion of this uh, recap episode where we try to guess each other's uh, favorite and least favorite titles. So, Kurt, 
let's start with the worst title because I like to save the best for last. And I take a guess at your worst title of the season. Okay. Okay. I I think your least favorite title of the season because I what I know about you is that you hate titles that could apply to anything. So I think your least favorite title of the season was oh man i've got to narrow it down to two but i'll go with the one that you where you liked the episode the least as well i'm going to say that your least favorite title of the episode of an episode was the time episode three because really that can apply to eh, the whole season and also i'm not even sure what the time in that particular episode I don't think that's even a very apt title for that episode because it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't help me remember that episode at all. And that <laughs> title could remember or could apply to the entire season. So I'm going to go with the time for you. All right. Okay. And for you, you, you like theme. So what's something that's really like against the theme? I think you put the soil. Yeah, okay. Right, you got me wrong. You got me not... wrong as well. Really? Oh, I was yeah. pretty... Okay, well, can I take one more guess for you then? Sure, by all means. The Unknown. Yes, that was The Unknown. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were... Those, the... I had it narrowed down to those two. I was like, well, those two can apply to the entire season. So, yeah. all right, go ahead and tell, tell me why I hated The Unknown so much. Oh, basically, exactly what you said. I mean, it... it... <laughs> I have no idea what went on that episode by that title alone. The unknown. No, I know. All right. <laughs> There's a lot of unknown, actually. In fact, you call the finale the unknown. <laughs> That's right. That's you call true. the one where the mountain disappeared. You call episode one the unknown. It's <laughs> true. That's true. So yeah, no, exactly what you said. It's it's too broad, too vague. Well, what was your least favorite title then? Uh, I my, really least favorite, my least favorite title, title was the the finale, the West. I I don't get it. I'll just to do the West Pasture, I guess. I don't know. The West Pasture? I mean, it was barely in this episode. Well, that's Luke, where it Luke, all culminates about it. Luke this was digging, digging in it. it. But, but that, was, that was about that's it. A, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, so, yeah, I don't, I don't know why this episode was titled The West that's at fair. all. And it doesn't apply to... I mean, I guess you could think of it... Because uh, I do like titles that apply to the whole season uh, thematically. And, and, I mean, I guess... If I'm looking at the, well, I guess so. But if I'm looking at the rest of these titles, this is the one that least applies to the rest of the season, (laughs) except maybe the the soil. soil. The soil. That's why I said the soil. Yeah, but at least with the soil, he went to see a geologist. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't think about that. Yeah. So yeah. All right. It's it's still that. That's not a good title either. That was on my short list. The soil. All right. Okay. Well, then best title. I gotta guess first. Then Mm -hmm. what? What do I think your best title is? What, what, What title did you like a lot? Man, I don't know what title you liked a lot. Um, um, because you saying the loss, the loss. You 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 were a big fan of that thematically. I was gonna say the void, but I'll say the loss. Okay, uh, I'm gonna say that you said the void because you're not gonna forget what happened in that episode. Wrong. R- really. Wrong. Okay, you're well, wrong. Let me know what you do. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> 
<laughs> well, what, did, what did you put? I, I, I put the void. You put... I, I put the void. Uh, the void was my favorite title of the season um, because I, I thought, you know, I, I, yes, the family, the land, the time, the unknown, all of these things apply to the whole season, mm-hmm. right? And so does the void. So, like, all, all five of those, I think, uh, uh, even the loss, I think can, the can loss you... applies as well. Can you do me a favor with it? Okay, go ahead. Oh, well, here. Oh, no, sorry. Finish your thoughts. So, so the, only, the only two that I think don't apply to the whole season are the soil and the West. So yeah. I, I mean, maybe the West you could make an argument for, or even the soil, maybe. But I think you're stretching if you're making an argument for those things. So given that they all kind of apply to the whole season, the Void is the one that's going to help me remember the episode the best. All right. What, what would you consider your second favorite title? The Loss. Okay, then never mind the <laughs> Mine is Sal. It's all about the family. The family, exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs> all right. I will remember the family is the episode where the family got into a big tussle. <laughs> oh man, I don't know and if you remember the title. I don't know if you remember this or not, but there, right? Or I think it was the first episode when Rhett and Perry were in the bar. Uh, one of them says to the other, you know, dad doesn't care about the money. He didn't, the money's not important to him. All, the, all that matters to him are the land and the family. Right. And, so, and those are two titles of episodes here. So, oh, that's pretty it's all about the family, Mr. Sal. I guess so. I guess so. All right. Kurt, mm-hmm. done talking about titles? Yes. All right. Then let's move on and talk about our some, some moments that kind of stand out. So we've got four moments that we want to discuss here. We've got our funniest moment of the season, the most jaw-dropping moment of the season, the most emotional moment of the season, and the quote that will stick with us. Uh, and I'm going to take the gamesmanship out of this one. We're not going to guess each other here. because I will say it's very hard to guess. Yeah, yeah this yeah. the funniest one. Don't, don't worry. We'll put the gamesmanship <laughs> back in in just a few minutes. But, okay, funniest moment of the season for me, I say... There are no Fritos in that hole, Carl. That, yeah, I thought about doing the Carl thing. <laughs> yeah, that one was like far and away the funniest moment of the season to me. I, see, I, see, I think it's the only time I laughed out loud in this season. See, so my funniest moment was episode three when the only you mentioned earlier, the only time we see Trudy and oh, Julia yeah. in the department. I thought yeah. that was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> Their whole kind of like interactions. Uh, like together. in her office afterwards, or when she was they were kind when of she first it. enters. When she first oh. enters, there's Matt. Like he's yeah. talking with the other police, and yeah. it's like, oh, I'm just talking about my plan. <laughs> Whatever I, happened to Matt? Matt disappeared after like six episodes or, or five. Timey wimey. Who knows? Yeah, it could be a different timeline. We don't have Matt anymore. We got Mark. Maybe that. Oh, maybe there's something to that. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> anyway, that is true. All right, that's that's those are our funniest moments. How about the most jaw-dropping moments of the season what was yours kurt what's your most jaw-dropping moment of the season uh i i i feel like you had to say the same one maybe you didn't but for me it was episode one when autumn pushes uh royal into the void oh yeah that was mine as well for sure okay. <laughs> yeah I, just, I really wasn't expecting it yeah for for, an, for episode for one s- for a season that a, se- a series and a season whatever that is so good at ending an episode that one took the cake i thought 
They started Perfect. strong. Yeah, got to start strong. That was a good one. All right. How about most emotional moment? I'll go first with this one. This is hard for me, honestly, because I, I don't feel like there was too much that made me emotional in this season. Um, I, someone who pretty easily gets emotional when I watch TV, but uh, the one I, I'd say the most emotional moment to me was when Cecilia loses Amy and just, just wails and gnashes teeth and says, you know, she's gone. Amy's gone. He's gone. God's gone because she has lost her granddaughter and her faith all in one fell swoop. And Perry's been missing all day. See, I would have yeah. guessed that for you. I wish we did guess that. <laughs> okay. So what is it for you? It is not that. Although that is probably second place for me. It, it It's in the same vein. It's the okay. opposite side of the coin. It's when Rhett tells Royal that he's leaving. And Royal's so... Ah. You know, there's other people around. He's trying to talk to him. People are kind of stopping him. And then when he finally gets a chance, he can finally say what he wants to say. He just can't talk anymore. He's like... You know, yeah. the the air is out of his lungs. He just can't. It's it's kind of yeah. sad to see. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. That is, that is, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. All right. How about the quote that will stick with us? What do you got so, here? So mine has an ellipse. Is that fine? I, yeah. I like take a beginning part yeah, and then yeah, I don't yeah. care about the middle and then yeah. I take an ending part. Oh, yeah, wonderful. go for it. I mean, as if I've already taken it as my quote. It's not like I want to change my answer now. Okay. It's not, right. It sounds like I'm asking for permission, but really it's me just stating what my quote is, which is the book end and book beginning of the finale, which was mm-hmm. God was everything good. Mm-hmm. He says some more things about it. God is everything good and everything bad. Yeah. Yeah. I almost picked that. I actually almost wrote out like a whole bunch from that quote. Um, yeah. I, I, I was going to write the whole quote. I was like, these are sparkle notes of why i like the quote yeah. i'm not gonna yeah let see the thing is for me like this so, so much of of what i love about the series is encapsulated in that quote but also in royal's prayer at dinner where he's he kind of says you know you, you come down here and explain yourself i don't even know if i believe in you but i hate you like do you remember all that yeah yeah okay and then even in the first episode when cecilia um and Royal have their religion discussion or faith discussion on the porch. So I tried to find something that could encapsulate all of this because this is, this is what I love so much about the, the series. And so what I came up with, and I might be cheating a little bit, you tell me, okay, is, oh, Lord, reveal yourself to us. The embroidered, cross-stitched quote that, shows up in like four different episodes and Cecilia knocks down at the end. I, I Am guess I that counts. I, I, fine. You can have it. I, I mean, that's not in the spirit of it, but all right. I think, I mean, I think, I think, I think it, like, you can it, say that. Yeah. <laughs> because I, I mean, Royal Royal says, talks about it in the prayer. He talks about he, when he says, come down and explain yourself. You but know, does he say those words right there? Yeah. That quote. Okay, no, no that's fair. Know, he doesn't say those words. Oh, uh, well, then there you go. Come, that's the issue. Come down here and explain yourself. But it's well, that basically could be a quote, that. I think. Well, well. <laughs> well I'm, sticking, I'm sticking with it. <laughs> you, can, you can ding me for it. Deduct points if you want. I don't care. <laughs> I didn't hear a character anyway. say it. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to cost you dearly in the points section. That's all I'm saying, but all right. <laughs> all right. 
deduct away. Okay, now well then, speaking of points, now we can get back into the games, uh, the game piece of this. Let's talk about our character superlatives here. We've got a bunch of character superlatives to hang out to hand out here. Goodest character, baddest character, most character growth, biggest turnout of character, most interesting character, and most entertaining character. So we're gonna start with goodest character. Why do we not have most entertaining and most interesting switched character? I don't know why. Do you want to end with most interesting? I want to end with most interesting. I don't know why I do that. Yeah, here we're we're doing it. We're switching those. Okay, Okay. I'll switch mine. Yeah, you switch yours too. All right. So let's start though with goodest character. And now, folks, goodest character means doesn't necessarily mean what you think it means. Um, It doesn't. It doesn't mean like the character that we think is the best character or even lines up the cl- the most closely with our moral code. It's someone who has a strong moral code and sticks with it, who does what they believe is the right thing as consistently as possible. Right. If you want, yes. If you want a good reference for the Sierra Watchman preview on the book. Yeah. On the book and uh, our season one coverage. Cause I think, I think, I think, there's only one season oh, to watch, weren't there? There's only one season, but I think we hit the gambit as to what goodest could entail. It's true. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But all right. So I'm going to take a guess for you. You take a guess for me. Uh, I'll guess you first. I think that, um, okay, first of all, I have to ask, does does young Amy count here? What do you mean by young Amy? Do you mean like just Amy? Amy as we know her? Not Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm considering, okay, so by the way. Amy and Autumn, although they are the same person, they're different. Like when you say different Amy, for the yeah. Like when you say Amy, I'm thinking of like the younger Amy. The kid, I'm not thinking okay. of Autumn. And if you say Autumn, I'm not thinking of Amy. Although all they right. are the same person, I, I I give that fine. But all right, because she's only nine years old, does she count? If you want to count, if you want to argue her, I I would I would certainly argue just because you're nine doesn't mean that you're goodest. But we can fight that. Okay, well, I think you. I, I'm going to tell you that I did not consider her. Okay. Be, because I feel like she's too young and innocent to be not good. Mm, falling for a trial. Go on. So I did not consider her. Uh, but it sounds like you're not telling me that you didn't consider her. So I'm going to say that you said her. So, <laughs> what do you mean? I said I might it. fight you on it. <laughs> you said Amy. Maybe okay. I think you said uh, joy. Okay, I did not say joy. Really, I said no. joy. <laughs> oh, I think that's a, no. Come on, joy. Really, so you did. You did not consider Amy even then. Nah. Okay, you're talking about joy, who like drags her family to church and lets them get lambasted by this bigot on the altar. That joy. Yeah. You're, you're talking about <laughs> joy, yeah. who's like basically just shilling for votes in all of episode three. That's not quite chill. It's not quite chill. I think I think she's she she is literally justice. So if justice is not the goodest, then what do we really have, Mister Sal? Well, I'll tell you what we have. Well, we have Cecilia. She's the goodest. See, I didn't think I was playing Cecilia. <laughs> Cecilia is a fair shout. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, but, no, no. I, I'll fight this right here because this is why I didn't pick Cecilia. The bears. She's out here slaughtering. Bears. The, she, wait, she's out what? She's slaughtering a bear. But that's the bear was coming after her. 
What are you going to do in this situation? She took the cub and put it in the cub shed, waiting for the bear. I maintain that she was punishing herself, but... Well, well, her actions resulted in a bear's death. Now, uh, the one... Okay, the argument you could make is not a bear one. The the (laughs) argument you could make is not a bear argument, but one one of Cecilia helps her family cover up a murder. Oh yeah, she doesn't know about the murder. Yeah, that's another so, one. So, so oh, there's this. that. So wait, yeah, wait. How are you defending Cecilia? Joy hasn't covered up a murder. Okay, Listen, okay, but I'm not, uh-huh. but, but yeah, big but yeah. The definition we have is she does what she thinks is right always, and what she thinks is, is that right her definition? Is I thought it was up your to family. Uh-oh. Is that her definition for goodest? I, that's I mean, fine. That's, 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 that's fine if you you want to operate under. That's, that's fine. That's a fine operation. That makes a lot of sense. I would I would argue Joy. Joy's the goodest because she's actively trying to better the community the best way she can. No, yes, right. She's got to curry some votes. Maybe she's got to like look some preachers say things about her and her family. You know, it sucks, but you got to take the short term pain for the long term stability of having Joy as sheriff. Okay. Uh, and that's unfortunate. That's not nice. <laughs> and that's just you unfortunate. Think, you think in the moment when she said Trudy's a girl name, she thought, yeah, that was the right thing to do. It was the right well, thing I to never do. Said she was a petty. I never said she was a petty. <laughs> no. She's still the goodest character. All right. Well, listeners, what do you think? Who's the goodest character? Despite the. Despite, this what I'll end it with this. The election obviously matters a lot to her. But despite the risk of going after Perry is on her election and rat because she didn't quite mm-hmm. know who had done it at that point. She still goes after them because she can't let that slide. I think she's, she's driven by the Tillersons. By the Tillersons. <laughs> Making sure she curries favor with them. Well, you know, it if I'm being good, does it matter why? <laughs> I will tell you this. I think that Joy becomes a gooder character as the season progresses as she decides that this is an important judicial piece, not just for the election. That's basically why I ended up picking Joy, was because it it is a risk to her to go on with this case, but she goes on with it anyway. Well, it's a risk for her not to, too. She's taking a risk one way or another. I don't think she's taking I think she could just drop it, and I understand, like, the Tillersons might push back on her, but... It seems like the Tillersons have more sway than the Abbots here. Yeah, but uh, I still question how much total sway they have. But I mean, you are right. She was like intimidated by Luke and yeah. Co when they were talking about it. So that's true. But okay, let's yeah. move on to mm-hmm. baddest character. So this is the one who who does not have much of a moral code that they follow. Does not have does not take into consideration the consequences of their actions. Just uh, doesn't ever think what would be the right thing to do here they just do what would be the best thing for them so i think so i gotta have to ask a question that could out me here do we consider trevor is he enough a significant enough character to consider here i wouldn't consider i don't i agree i i don't think he's a significant enough character to consider so in that case i Think that you went with. Hmm, oh, this is a tough one. Got a lot of morally gray characters here. 
Great doesn't mean bad though. No, I, well, that's what I mean. Like, it's, it's, <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to, which is good. I mean, it's a good thing. I like morally great characters. I think the the non-binary morality is an important thing that I look for in a series. So this, mm. this is I, a good I job. I personally it. hate it. I like <laughs> it when it's very simple. When I have the bad boogie. Uh, <laughs> I think you. Uh, I'm gonna say you went with Luke. I think you said. Oh man, did you do a hot take? Can I ask you how much of a hot take your your pick is? Do you personally think it is? Uh, I don't think it's a very hot take. No, you you put Wayne. Yeah, I put Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> mine's mine's a pretty hot take. Whoa, hold on, let me talk about Wayne first, and then you okay. Can your hot take. <laughs> All, right. All right, so yeah, I I put Wayne. I I feel like he's just very Machiavellian. Uh, you know, he kind of ignores the the missing nature of Trevor uh, until he's found dead. Uh, he kind of bribes Carl to get the get Royals land. You know, he drives his truck through Royals fence and then bashes Royals head with a rock. Uh, I, well, I mean, wait, 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 the rock part, though. Wait, 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 yeah, wait a second. All right, all right. Yeah, I know. I got it. Yeah, see, I know Royal Sneak attacked him first. I get it. Um, but uh, yeah, this is like a pretty big thing to leave out. Yeah, yeah. He cuts out two of his sons from his will. Uh, well, one's dead. That's fine. Well, about it, I, I doubt that. Well, he didn't have a will. <laughs> he didn't have a will, now that I'm thinking of it. Like, uh, but yeah, I I don't know. I so so Wayne to me just seems like he'll do whatever it takes for his own advancement, and that's that's it. you're not taking anybody else into consideration. Oh. All right. So what's your hot take here? Oh, oh wait, ready? It's yeah. royal. I was thinking you might go with royal. I, I think it's royal. a that's a pretty fair. Assessment, I think Royal. I, I think Royal. I, well, what I'll ask you is, name a selfless thing he did for his family. A selfless thing? Yeah. Through Trevor in the Void. All right. <laughs> That's pretty easy. Still, all right. Still a bad thing to do, though. Yeah. You can only do selfless things that are bad. Boom! Bad character. <laughs> um. I mean, I he. I think. From his perspective, he thinks not telling them about the void is the right thing to do for their sake. Not I think for you his could sake. definitely argue that. I, I think you could still call him a bad person. Also, um, we talked about like the poker game. He cheated. He snuck attack Wayne. Um, he's helping to hide bodies. He killed his father. Now, granted, he was younger and, and an accident. He claims it was an accident. Allegedly, but, yeah. allegedly, it was still though. I mean. Manslaughter's not good. Yeah, stole. But yeah, oh yeah, that he stole evidence. Like this guy, this guy's balling out of control. <laughs> he tried to. He he went. It seemed to me the express idea of killing Autumn in her motel yeah, room. He did. So killed Billy. <laughs> so yeah, no, I I I, I he's done a lot of bad things. So or at least morally not good things. So. Or look at the baddest character. I like it though. Spicy. There. Well, he's... Oh, look at. Oh. Can you All hear right. me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. 
All right. The, the, when he talks to Cecilia right at the end of the finale, and he says, you know, I tried to hide the pain. I tried to hide it from you. I tried to protect you from it. So well, I think a lot of what he's done was motivated by protecting his family, which is a pretty noble thing. So that's why I, I didn't say Royal, but I, I think you're making a good argument for Royal. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you. Okay. Well, in that case, you want, you want to talk about the next uh, criteria? Let's do it. Okay. Most character growth. Hmm. So most character growth means for our listeners, the character that changed the most, that grew the most as a person throughout the series. So um, it doesn't have to be for the better. It can be for the worse. Okay. It can, it can be someone who kind of devolved, but the, the character who changed the most. We should rename it to that actually, but that's fine. We both get it. Who cares? Um <laughs> <laughs> the I think you put Perry. Okay. And I think you said uh I think you said Joy. Wrong. You're wrong as well. Rat. Rat, huh? Yes, rat. Okay. Go simply 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 because his introduction as a character, because I thought it was kind of funny. It was in the pilot episode like two, three times. It's basically mentioned how he's like a ladies' man. That's fair point. But the, but the whole season is his love arc with Maria. <laughs> fair <laughs> so, point. Like not a lady, like not like he's with other women whatsoever. So, so rat. Okay. But also, 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 to get more serious tone on it too. He goes from um. You know, following in the footsteps of being on the ranch, so on and so forth. It seems as though, compared, because he's like scoops in his truck, that much ambition, comparison wise, he's by the end of the season, wants to go out on his own, wants to elope uh, with the woman he loves. So, there you go, right? Okay, reasonable, reasonable pick. Not my pick though, and Perry mm-hmm. was also not my pick. I went with Royal. Yeah, it's fair. I mean, Royal. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm surprised you didn't guess it, honestly, because I, I've spent most of this he did, he recording did. <laughs> talking about his the, the evolution of his journey through fame. Um, well, so on the be... same coin, you could put Cecilia, but that's true. I could. That's true. But I think Rhett's um, But Royal, not Rhett. Rhett, sorry, but... yeah, Royal. Well, I, I also think Rhett's fair. <laughs> Apparently. <yeah. laughs> it's not going <laughs> to but Royal, uh, to me, I think a lot of it hinges on that last scene too, where he says, "I tried to hide the pain," uh, and I, but but you're my family, and and I like he clearly has turned a corner in the at the end of the last episode. So I went with Royal. Okay. All right. Next category: biggest turn on a character. So we're talking about a character that maybe we liked a lot and then hated by the end of the season or didn't like a lot and then loved by the end of the season. So uh, this is all about us, not the character. So this is about, so the last category. I I, want to be noted right now. I'm changing my answer. Okay. The last category was about the characters. This one's about us. Who did we turn on? I think for you, Kurt, this is, I think this is an easy one, although you said you just changed it. So changed you're, you're, you're between two, but I, I feel like you're going with joy. You have to go with joy, right? Well, good. I think you put... Maybe you put joy. You put Cecilia. Nah, I liked Cecilia a lot from the beginning. No, I didn't put Cecilia. I, I put joy. Okay. 
I also I, put joy. Yeah, I think you got to put joy, right? <laughs> like, I, we had a whole, I mean, half of our discussion in episode three was about whether or not she was a worthwhile character to even be spending any think, time with. Yeah. I think in like episode six or seven, you, you, you kind of pulled back from what we talked about in episode three. You're like, yeah, you know, I think we yeah. have some undue criticism. No, yeah. I don't think so. I'll, I'll stand <laughs> by what I said in episode three. At the time, all fair. <laughs> yeah, no, I thought I think Joy's a great character by the end of the season. So yeah, uh, done short shrift in the finale, but yeah. otherwise very good. I agree. All right, um, do you see? So you said Joy, who are you, who did you change it away from then? I don't want to talk about that now. Fine, what a jerk! <laughs> a real mystery for the annals of time. I don't even believe you. You didn't change anything. I did change. I'll get that right now. It was Cecilia. <laughs> I changed. Oh, that. okay. All right. All right. All right. Next category: most entertaining character, the character that we just kind of enjoyed watching because we were entertained by that character every step of the way for for those of you who have seen Watchmen, if we want to call back to that uh mine was the lord of the manor i won't reveal anything more than that if you know you know mm-hmm. all right for you i think the most entertaining character to you was a difficult one to pick this is a really hard one there's not, a, not lot a lot of comedy in like no, I know. lightheartedness i know um uh, uh, I'll say you went with Billy. Okay, I think you went with Billy. You love his singing. I did enjoy his singing, but I did not go with Billy. Oh, okay. I did not. Uh, I I went with I, I I was like, there's just not really comedy in this series, so I forget about comedy for the moment. Because if it's just comedy, then it's probably Carl, honestly. But but forget about comedy. Which character was I just I just didn't want to take a loud breath or blink when they were on the screen and for me that was autumn it's fair i i did go down the comedy route so i said billy hey. <laughs> you were right you got me right <laughs> okay all right i think billy is the only comic relief there really is yeah I, and carl too carl, yeah. carl yeah carl's only in like three episodes so and not for very long in any of those three yeah, because then the bison gets him. <laughs> I guess so. Or a bison. Was, was, do we see an arrow for that bison? I, I don't know. Uh, so a bison might have just died in my bed. <laughs> All right. Uh, actually, maybe the bi- that bison should have been the most entertaining character. But, uh, <laughs> maybe. <yeah. laughs> I just love the idea of me drink. <laughs> All right. Final category. Most interesting character. Most interesting character. I think for you, that was Royal. For you, it was Autumn. Uh, that is right. I said Autumn. I also said Autumn. Oh, did you? Okay. I, I thought about saying Royal, but it's probably Autumn. Because Autumn, just because the whole timey-wimey nature of it. Royal, Royal seemed to have said his past, right? He was mm-hmm. kid in the past, traveled to the future, grew up, boom, right? And maybe there's more that he knows he's not loading on. But we, we kind of know it. Autumn, though... Autumn's got some question marks. Like, yeah. okay, so Amy is Autumn. Fine. We've kind of already dwelled into all the questions that come along with that. So, yeah. So I'd probably have to say Autumn. Okay. I guess a better reasoning might be the most unknown character or character the most questions about, right? Mm-hmm. But as a derivative, I think she's the most interesting character. So, yeah. I, I, again, I think I kind of 
treated that as the same as the most entertaining character in this particular case because I was thinking about the character that just sucked me in the most, and it was definitely Autumn. That's fair. So. Okay. All right. Well, we have a new thing here that we want to do. We've never done this in a recap episode, but you know those online quizzes you can take to see which <laughs> character you are? Well, Kurt and I are going to do that. So, but before we do that, and and this could be, I mean, this could suck, folks. Who knows? If you if you're not interested in who Kurt or I, we've never done this before. Yeah, yeah. Feel feel free to leave now. Thank you for listening. We appreciate it. But uh, if you want to stick around and hear who, what character we end up as, (laughs) that's what we're gonna do. But before we do that, we are going to take a guess about. I'm going to guess both myself and Kurt how we're going to end up in this quiz, and Kurt's going to do the same do you want, thing. Do you want to declare it, or do we just want to have it written down? Uh, I want to declare it. Okay. All right. I declare that you are going to end up as Royal, and I am going to end up as Perry. Ah. Okay. Interesting. I, I, I declare... You will end up as CC, and I will mm-hmm. be royal. Oh, so we both think that you're going to end up as royal. I hope I end up as royal. He's a pretty cool guy. <laughs> Baddest I character cool in the series. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, you're right. <laughs> I really played myself into a corner there. And I think you're the goodest character. <laughs> oh, this says a lot, Kurt. This says a lot. I'm the most, I'm the most character growth, though, for you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm a complex that's... character. <laughs> that is true. All right. I didn't even pick Perry for anything in any of my superlatives. <laughs> neither did you for that matter. Neither did I. No. All right. Let's well, let's get to it then. First question. What would you do if you found a mysterious black void on your property? You got six choices. Tell my family about it. Take some pictures. Ask a friend to come check it out. Call the authorities. Keep it a secret. Or jump in it. Tell my family about it. Do you mean your family or like our own family? Tell, tell, tell your family. You tell your family. I tell my family. Okay. And the listeners could pick whichever family they want to tell. Okay. Uh, that's I, a, a, you can see. <laughs> oh. My family about it. So that is an interesting way to word it, though. You're right. It doesn't really work. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. It's hard answer to declare. So, hmm. so I'll, do we do we want to guess? So, what's the format here? No, I, let just just I, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to pick. I'm going to pick. Tell my family about it. What are you going to pick? Ask a friend to come to check it out. Okay, okay. Next, okay. Here I can read this one. Would you ever cover up for a family member who's committed a horrific crime? Mm. I'm not sure. It depends. I probably wouldn't do that. No, I definitely. No, I definitely not do that. Yes, I definitely do that. I've done that before. <laughs> so, so I don't want the authorities to come after you, Mister Sal. I feel like I want to answer. I would definitely not do that for that for the sake of that. Like, all right. Uh, it also depends on the. Or, 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 do we just want to assume the same crime? Well, I think that that's. I think that falls into the it depends category, which is what I'm going to pick. It depends. Yeah, I like it. Depends. <laughs> Probably do the same oh. thing. Okay. 
I'm probably going to go along with that. Okay. All right. Question three. What would you do if someone humiliated one of your loved ones? Uh, I'd ask them to stop, plan my revenge, ignore them, call the cops on them, punch them in the face, make them regret it for the rest of their life. <laughs> humiliated one of my loved ones. Uh, it, it, well, again, this kind of depends. <laughs> There's no it depends answer for this one. No, there's not. We got, you got to lock we got, in something. We got to lock. Okay, well, I'm assuming they're humiliating them bad enough. Like, it's pretty bad humiliation. So the, I'm assuming this is like the church scene for Joy. What would you do if you were Joy in that scene? Oh, geez, probably nothing. I would tell them to stop. I'd ask them to stop. So I'm, I'm picking that one. I'd probably ignore it. I'd be like, oh, geez, this is awkward. I'd apologize profusely afterward. Blah, 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 <laughs> <geez>. <laughs> I don't like to be confrontational about it. Okay, how do you feel about owning a farm and having a cowboy slash cowgirl lifestyle? I could deal with it. It'd be interesting. I'd prefer city life better. I'd get used to it. I'm used to such lifestyles. Meh. I prefer city life better. Me too. I'm going with that one. If there was one that was a stronger reaction, like, no, thank you very much. Like, I would take that one. Yeah, yeah. But, I was thinking about putting Matt, but... So I'd prefer city left better is what I'm going with as well. All right. All right. Which one could make you feel furious? Disobedience? Lies? Ignorance? Irresponsibility? Disloyalty? Or rigidness? Rigidness, I feel like, is like the odd duck in here. <laughs> Definitely. Like compared to the rest of my figure, rigidness is nowhere near as bad. It's just like you're a little stubborn, I guess. Um, (laughs) we would rather someone that's stubborn or lost. Anyway, sorry. Um, (laughs) jeez. If I had to pick one of these, I dislike mm -hmm. the most. Which one makes you disobedience? Ooh, very very totalitarian (laughs) of you. Disloyalty. Uh, okay, that seems like a, the obvious one. I'm gonna go with irresponsibility, though. I don't have All a lot right. of patience for that. Like when I don't have a lot of patience for a lot of these. Yeah, I don't have a lot but, of patience for irresponsibility. Like it drives me nuts when I don't like people who are disloyal, though. Yeah, I guess I just haven't had much experience with that, which I guess I'm grateful for. <laughs> anyway, I'm going with disobedience or uh, irresponsibility. All right, fair. Okay. What would you do if you found a way to predict the future? I'd use my powers to protect my family. I'd look for a reason behind my strange power. I'd tell my family about my power. I'd let the authorities and the people know about it. I'd keep it a secret. I'd use it to make myself rich. Oh, my goodness. I would use it to make myself rich. That's what I would do. Is that true? Yes. Really? Yes. Why would I not if I could tell the future? I would also probably keep it a secret. But if I had to keep choose between keeping it a secret or making myself rich, I would rather make myself rich. <laughs> I think I would probably tell my family about my power. That's what I You and me okay. I guess the, none of these are mutually exclusive. You do a lot of these things. Well this is the plane we live in. All right. Oh, Mr. Sam? Oh, no. Read us the question. Okay. Are you there? Can you hear Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. 
All right. What's something about outer range that you think is unique? The relationships, the mysteries, the characters, the plot, the actors, or meh? Probably. I mean, is it, for me, it's either the plot or the characters. The mysteries too, actually. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the mysteries. I, I mean, I, the, the mysteries are not my favorite thing about Outer Range, but I think it's the one of the more unique things about Outer Range. Yeah, that's about... actually a very compelling point. But now I don't want to swap my answer because of you, so I'm gonna say the characters. <laughs> but, but I think I think I think you're very. I think it's a very compelling. <laughs> okay. Might have made me swap a few before, but. <laughs> <laughs> How would you treat a stranger that needs to stay on your property and is willing to pay for it? I let them stay and refuse the money. I won't let them stay because that sounds risky. I would let them stay, but I'd keep an eye on them. I'd call the cops. I'd tell them to stay and take the money. I'd ask for more money before letting them stay. The art of the deal. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm just not going to let them stay because it sounds risky. A, it depends how much money. By my given context, assuming they're not like, yeah, I wouldn't let them stay. <laughs> it's a life-changing amount of money. I'm not going to let them stay. That's kind of weird. This is my favorite so far. What do you think about Rhett Abbott and his actions? And then there's a picture of Billy. I know these pictures. I was thinking about this earlier. Like some of these pictures. Rhett Abbott. He's just a careless young man. He's impulsive and scary. He's a troublemaker. He's the actual bad guy of the show. I like him or I relate to him. Boy, this is this is they're painting him in some pretty negative light here. I don't think the person who wrote this likes him. He's just a careless young man. Like to me, it's like I I understand him. I don't I don't necessarily relate to him, and I don't necessarily. I'm gonna go with I like him. That's what I'm putting as well. Yeah, I'm calm with control. Okay, you wake up in a strange room, and there are six objects in front of you. Which one do you pick? We see a picture of Joy. <laughs> what? The, what the Bible? <laughs> what? Listen, this is what these this is what these quizzes devolve to, Mister Sal. Right? You wanted to do this. <laughs> So you got, you got six objects. Which one are you going to pick in this strange room? You want to pick the Bible? <laughs> the Bible, sorry. <laughs> Matches. A helmet. Which, I, I don't know. What, I don't know if I like a motorcycle helmet or like a bicycle. I would go with like a bicycle right. helmet. A blank. Keys. Or a dagger. So... I'm going to take, take the baseball mitt or the ashes. The vial of ashes. Ashes. <laughs> <laughs> this is a lost reference. Okay. Anyway, uh, no. What are you gonna take? Which I think I'm gonna take the keys. I'm taking the keys too, man. If there are keys there, that must be. I need to go somewhere. I'm gonna take. I, I see the keys. I would grab the keys. <laughs> exactly. What do you do when someone lies to you, Kurt? Pretend that you didn't realize it. Confront the liar and ask them to tell the truth. <laughs> I don't know. It depends. Uh, trick them into revealing the truth, ignore them until they tell the truth, or make them regret lying to you. <laughs> I can f- confront the liar and ask them to tell the truth. That's what really. I, I would say it depends. I mean, if I know someone's lying to me, I don't necessarily confront them about it. So uh-huh. 
Uh, you know yeah, what? That's no, a good point because if it's my 12-year-old son and he he lies to me, I just tell him he's lying to me and tell him to tell the truth. But yeah, that makes like, sense as a parent. But like, if yeah. it's like another like if you, it's like another adult, right? If I'm not gonna is, go, you lied to me about blank. Yeah, I probably would just ignore most people. See, I'm gonna go with I don't know. It depends. Oh, sorry, yeah. I swapped you. As a parent, though, you think you're as a parent. I would definitely they're, they're gonna, they're gonna oh, this is up. funny. <laughs> is it my turn to read? It's my turn to read. What kind of career would you choose if you lived in a small town in Wyoming? A cook, a teacher, a post <laughs> officer, a sheriff, a farmer, or a bartender? Well, I think I'm going to go with teacher. <laughs> yeah, I think you got to go with teacher. I don't know what I'm going to go with, though. I've always said this. I would actually like to be uh, being a a bartender actually seems pretty cool to me. I, I don't know if I'd like the work hours and like maybe at times the environment, but like the, the thought process of a busy bartender seems appealing to me of having to mix drinks of different types. And like, I, I, I would say bartender if I could pick. Okay. There's an so appeal to bartender. Anyway, bartender. Okay. Oh my goodness! Oh, this, is man. this is a spicy, <laughs> spicy question. Okay. Oh my goodness! Do you believe in God? You got oh yes, yes, not really. Maybe I used to believe in God. No, I don't. Or only when I'm in trouble. Oh, Oof. Jeez. Uh, there's no. There's no. There's no. It's complicated. That's what I want. I want. It's complicated. So I guess I'm gonna go with maybe because it's complicated. Hmm. I would say I used to. Okay. That's how that's I'm going to go down on. All right. What do you do when you feel lost in life? I pray and ask for guidance. I talk to a loved one. I spend time alone. I go on a walk or something like that. I never feel lost. I get drunk to forget about it. <laughs> I forget to most of these things at one point or another <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right i think i have to so, uh, there's no there's no like talk to a therapist either <laughs> no unless your therapist is a loved one yeah i'm gonna go with i talk to a loved one because i probably okay. talked to my therapist <laughs> why would i spend some time alone i don't know actually i said go to walk i think i do something yeah, as I go, if I feel, yeah, as I go on a walk or something like that, because that's something like that's the vagueness I need. Okay. So, all right. All right. You're right here, Mr. Sal. Oh. oh. Mr. Sal, it's your turn to read the question. Can you hear me yet? Yep, yep, yep. You're good to go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which one describes your anger better? Controlled, predictable, manageable, minor, unpredictable, uncontrollable. A quality that I like in myself is that if I do get angry, I can typically manage. I don't normally get uncontrollably angry at situations. So I'll say manageable. I, it's imaginable controlled like <laughs> it seems mm -hmm. yeah. the same thing to me but i would say i don't i i, mean, I get angry at things but I yeah. get, like i don't think i'm unpredictable anger 
Yeah, I think I'm Control. gonna go with I'm gonna go with predictable for mine because I get I do get angry, but you can usually figure out what's gonna make me angry. <laughs> All right. Hey, which one of which one do you think is the main ingredient of a happy life? And then it's a picture of autumn. <laughs> Faith, truth, order, trust, loyalty, power. Obviously, power. It's <laughs> a main ingredient for a happy life. Ah, I think trust, ultimately. I feel mm. like you can't trust anything. To any extent, it's hard to be happy. I'm going with order. Type A. <laughs> Type A. <laughs> I would say trust. Call it OCD if you want. I, I, <laughs> I, what would you do if someone you know, not a family member, went missing? Pray for them. Look for them. Help the authorities try to find them. Hire a private investigator to find them. And I'd ensure nothing is threatening my family. I wouldn't bother to look for them. So here, can we presume that each other went missing here? Oh, like so you if you me? went missing, yes. Yeah, so if you went missing, I would just make sure nothing's threatening my family. <laughs> well, that's what I was gonna say, but until you put it in those terms, like once you put it in those terms, then I would be like, I do one of these things that are actually helpful. No, no, um, no, it could just be someone you know. Um, I mean, if someone I knew went missing, like, what does it mean by I'd look for them? Like, I'd be, I'd keep an eye out. Like, if I saw them, I would yeah. be, I, 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 I'd, I'd but I'm not going to go actively. I, I'd i ensure nothing is threatening my family. That would definitely be my response. Although, if it was you, I would certainly try to help oh, more. <laughs> I guess I wouldn't go looking for them. Like, it depends how much I know, but if it's just someone I know of, I probably wouldn't actively be looking for them, so... I, I don't think I'd bother looking for him. And honestly, I don't think I'd be concerned about my family being threatened. Someone just went missing. So I think I would just, I, I just, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bother looking. I'm a terrible person. Anyway. Hmm. That being said, if I did see them, I would, I would, I would declare that. And if, if I felt I was needed, anyway, I don't need to defend myself. It's a fictional quiz. That's right. <laughs> what, what do you think is the most challenging thing about having children? <laughs> oh well we have two different dynamics yes, yes we do well there's a good congratulations for you. by the way thank you. thank you protecting them from the world's cruelty teaching them how to be a better person hoping with their stupidity while they're young <laughs> watching them grow up as you get older always being for them no matter what i don't know i've never had one i think i know which one you're gonna pick uh i'm coping which one are you gonna pick Coping with their stupidity. No, come on. No. <laughs> Were you offended if I did that? You're like, you can't put that, Kurt. You already kids. Yeah, you're gatekeeping me. <laughs> Pigeonholing uh, me. Come I'm, on, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna put and this might be surprising, I'm gonna put watching them grow up as you get older. It is very hard. That that is like one of the saddest things in life. Oh yeah, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have, I, I thought maybe you would have put like protecting them from the world's cruelty yeah Yeah. Yeah. well i mean that was when i read that i was like oh i'm definitely gonna put that one but then i when when they said watching them grow up as you get older i'm like oh my god that is that's it that's the thing all right okay what are you saying are you saying i don't know i don't don't know yeah yeah i I put i don't know i don't have it all right 
Okay. Who's the first person you call when you're in trouble? My mom, my significant other, my best friend, my dad, no one, or it depends. It depends. <laughs> uh, I'm, and I'm gonna, I have my significant other. I'm going with that. Depends. It, it depends. So final question. Final question, Mr. Sal. How old are you? Oh, okay. All right. Well, I'm going to go with between the ages of 21 and 25. I don't know yeah. what answer you're going to put. I guess I have to put 41 plus, so. 21 or older. That's all safe. Oh, God. Uh... Okay. All right. I have my answer. I have my answer, too. I think that yours landed on, I think you landed on Rhett. I think you landed on um I think you landed on Royal. No wait. No, I actually think you cared a lot about your family. Is there Cecilia or Royal? You wanna say I think Cecilia. I think you did get well, Cecilia. Well that's what you originally said. Yeah, yeah I, th- right? I think I, okay. I think yeah, I think you still got that. I did not land on Cecilia. Did you land on Rhett? I did not land on Rhett. Okay. Oh man. Did you land on Royal? That was my original guess. I did not land on Royal. Did you land on Royal? No. Oh, I guess. Oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, Let's keep guessing until we figure it out. Keep (laughs) guessing. No, it's fine. All right. I'm a little surprised by mine. Uh, Did we get the same one? I wonder. I landed on your outer range character is Autumn. Oh, you got Autumn. I'm a little surprised by this. I actually am too. You're oh. Autumn too? No, I'm no. not Autumn. You're no, surprised. No, I'm surprised you got Autumn. Me too. Yeah. So, so here's what they say about Autumn. You are pretty good at recognizing liars, though you might never confront them about their lies. Just like Autumn, you're a bit confused about everything that's going on with your life. I'm not sure about that. I, I, I disagree I, that's with that. What I, that's, that's, I agree with that. <laughs> I, I think what clinched them is the age one. But you'll eventually find your path. Here's how the <laughs> official. I'm like I, I don't know. I'm pretty like pretty locked in here. But um, but you'll eventually find your path. Here's how the official outer range fandom describes her. Autumn Rivers is an outer range character played by Imogen Poots. She is an itinerant woman who charms the Abbots enough to let her camp on their land. A seeker of cosmic truths. With a checkered past, she lives without regrets and embraces the unknown with reckless abandon. This does not sound like me at all. Sad. So I got I got Perry Abbott. That's who I thought I'd get. <laughs> well, I kind of looks like I I'm Perry now. I thought I was tailoring all my answers to be Perry. This is ridiculous. Well, you know, I like this because look at this. You are a dutiful and responsible person. It's <laughs> I'm not some confused person like you are. It seems like you're fine with obeying as you put obeying obeying the rules. <laughs> oh no, you put order, sorry. I said order. Believe, yeah, I did put order. Obeying the rules and you believe that rules are an essential part of life. That's why we believe Perry is your perfect match. Here is how the official outer range fandom describes him. Perry Abbott is an outer range character played by Tom Pelfrey. He's the Abbott's dutiful eldest son, torn up inside by a lingering mystery of his missing wife, Rebecca, an expert rancher. He's doing his best as a newly single dad with his nine year old daughter, Amy. But yeah, I can't, I can't believe it. Dutiful, responsible, and I'm fine with obeying the rules. I feel like I answered all <laughs> that way. I don't understand. You're this. a confused person, Mr. Sal. You're... 
You get angry. You get angry. This is, but it's predictable. I saw this coming. <laughs> All right. Well, All right. I call I call BS on this, but it was fun. <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> so, oh well. I didn't really want to be Perry, but whatever. I didn't really want to be Autumn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sad about what we are. I- Seriously, I don't know. I don't get what I said. That that whatever. Anyway, it is what it is, Mister Sal. <laughs> it is what it is. I guess I'm Autumn. I mean, I, she was like probably my favorite character in the series, so I guess that's okay. <laughs> but I don't know. Oh, I know what it is. That's how I kiss. Oh, like oh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how they. I don't know how they knew that, but no, I'm just kidding. Having <laughs> a funny if that was a question, <laughs> right? <laughs> All right. Well, I think we've gone on long enough about Outer Range Season 1. We hope that you will be with us for Outer Range Season 2, whenever that drops. We will be there. We well, we plan to be there, barring unforeseen circumstances. Uh, and we hope that you enjoyed our coverage along the way. While you're waiting for Outer Range Season 2, we've got plenty for you to check out. Next week, we will be beginning right our coverage of only murders in the building yeah that so yes that is true <laughs> there's little complications to it and, yeah, uh, <laughs> and the old man so, and the old man yes so next week you're going to you're going to get uh the old man on monday episode 1 of season 1 and you're going to get our coverage of only murders in the building season 3 episodes 1 and 2 We're going to push it to Friday just to give ourselves an extra day to record and push it a little bit closer to when the next episode drops. So uh, that'll be happening live, which is, I mean, new television right now is hard to come by. So why don't you Mm. check out Only Murders in the Building, seasons one and two, in advance of August 1st, or August 8th, I'm sorry, so that on August 8th, you can watch episodes one and two of season three and then listen to our coverage on Friday. Why don't you just go back and check out The Old Man? It's pretty fantastic, I have to say. We've covered some episodes already, and we just haven't dropped them yet, and it is pretty darn good. What I will also push is that um, this is dropping on a Monday, this Thursday, with a Black Mirror dropping. Ah, correct, yes. Set up and dance. Season 3, episode 3. See if you can figure out when we recorded it. (laughs) A long time ago is the answer to that. <laughs> see, see if it dates itself. In the How did it age, folks? Let us know. Uh, but we can check out so anything in our backlog. We've got lots of stuff in our backlog. Go check it out. We've got some other Black Mirror episodes. Not the entire series, but some episodes. We've got Better Call Saul's last season. We've got all of Centaur World, all of Chernobyl, all of Dexter New Blood, all of The Leftovers, all of Lost. All of The Last of Us, uh, which is only one season so far. All of Mrs. Davis. All of Only Murders in the Building, coming leading up to season three. Uh, we've got all of Ozark, season one of Russian Doll, all of Watchmen, and all of The White Lotus uh, through season two. So lots of stuff in the back catalog. Go check it out. Subscribe, like, download, follow, whatever your podcast app of choice wants you to do. Do it and leave us those five-star ratings and reviews, if you would, please. We would really appreciate that as well. Share the podcast around. Tell your friends. We'd love to grow into a bigger conglomerate, 
Showhoppers LLC. Yeah, I really want to get into like the the tech space here. So we need to, we need to grow this aspect of our business so we can become a monopoly in another aspect. So exactly, I would appreciate it. <laughs> but uh, it's all it's all uh, exciting to us. If you, we get new listeners, we are always excited. So please uh, do that. Check us out uh, on our uh, on Reddit. I'm usually posting episodes in whatever subreddit is following the series that we're covering at the moment so you'll see me on the only murders in the building subreddit you'll see me in the old man subreddit so uh, be looking out for us there kurt anything you'd like to add i i, I look forward to season two because I did, yeah, of the I, big i don't know when it's going to come out especially with the whole strikes going on but uh best of luck to that but you know i look forward we're in the midst of the old man so I'm, I'm, I, I, having seen, you know, we've covered the first few episodes already. Highly recommend. I can recommend that. Okay, those are good. And only murders in the building. I've liked it a lot in the past. We have some interesting stuff for this season, you know, going into it. So I mm-hmm. implore people if they haven't to check that out. It's might be Hulu. I don't know if it's Hulu's top original, but it's, you know, it's one of Hulu's big originals. So yeah, yeah I yeah. think it might be the top one, but it was for a while. I don't know if it still is, but. At any rate, folks, I look forward to season two as well. I think it's gonna. I, I think there's there's an opportunity here to be really great. Uh, I do get a little nervous about changing showrunners, but definitely excited because I I got some holes to fill here, right? Because there's a great void between what I've seen and what I understand. Shoe hammer some show hoppers into your day.